no, whatever. Chicago wants you to back down and never do art so they can do art and so they can get all the attention. And that's how New York and L.A. is, too. These big cities are so fucking ridiculous. So I've decided to tell a story of, of one thing I've held back from everyone on this podcast, and I'm ready to release it because I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm so tired of even trying to make friends in the Midwest. Like, I don't care what anyone thinks about me. And anything that I can say that turns you off about me or a video I make that can turn you off. Like, my, I accidentally kind of leaked my Instagram weird page on Facebook, number one. And, uh, oh well, made the mistake or whatever, like, whatever Chicago says. So, uh, because since my one page with 25,000 followers got hacked, I, I've been non doing nothing but non-serious stuff on Instagram now because I don't even, I, I've got, I've gotten hacked so many times, whether it's my fault or not, I don't even take social media. So I just post like mentally ill statuses on Facebook and then like, I post really crazy, video. I'll get into it in a minute, but I post really weird vid. but what's funny is the videos I post on Instagram now, like, I would think it would turn women off, and all these women are turned on by it, even though I think it's, like, gay shit, but, like, fucking, they're turned on by it, that's what's so weird about this society these days. And and I'm going to talk about what I'm going to talk about in a minute because it, it it's so controversial to, like, my family and friends, but I love it so much. And even from my newest Instagram page, like, somebody even reached out from, like, some other website and was like, you know, you could probably do this as a side hustle and make good money. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? I was making, like, joke videos like wasn't even taking anything seriously and somebody actually reached out and shit it's a legit website and you you like I'll, if I do it I have to open a bank account so I don't know if a bank account's going to let me open one but I'm going to try cuz I guess might as well have fucking fun with this life instead of take it seriously like the rest of Chicago since my life has been so fucking unreal up until this point anyways yeah, it's unbelievable. So anyways, let's just get it. Yeah, because I, because I didn't smoke much weed today. So my ego is like, you got to do something. You say something even more nuts than the musicians did. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. This, this is what Chicago makes me act like. Like I'm trying to outdo some idiotic musicians. This is so childish. And it's the truth. And that's how this place. And then everybody tells me to get over it. And. It's like I'm going to post about Stuby Pandoff for the rest of my life. There's no psychologist. I mean, I am seeking help for all my problems or whatever Illinois calls them, the serious problems or whatever. But, like, yeah, like, Lucky Boys and I are rivals till the end. Like, we, whether they want to be or I will, we are because we're such different types of people that, like, it's no wonder why. You know what? I really thought about it. I'm just going to say this before I get into my weird shit or whatever Illinois wants to call it, the serious want to call it or, you know, um, but I, 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 I say it's kind of funny. I act surprised sometimes that these musician people don't like me or don't understand me. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm like nothing like these people. 
like I'm like the opposite of them. So it's like no wonder why we're gonna like no wonder why we've like bickered in the past and like no really I'm not even saying anything against anybody. I'm just saying like no wonder why I've like kind of like fought with these people. Cause it's like I'm totally different than all of them. And I'm not saying they're not different because they chose to be musicians and other types of artists and this and this and this. I don't know. I, I just know one of the other guys from Plain White Tees is a painter because he used to hang out with this dude, Jeremy, who I'm not friends with anymore. Even Plain White Tees would hang out with my buddy, Jeremy. That is so fucking funny. But anyways, um, yeah. Oh, I know all this stuff. I'm like the out. I'm like the fly on the wall guy that knows all the stuff about all the artists around here. And I like Tom Higginson from Plain White Tees even shops at Whole Foods. And he gives me like a nod. I'm not saying like... You know, but he's he might have he might have listened to this. You never fucking know who does. So it's like whatever. But like he gives me like a nod, like an artist type nod. You know, like he knows we're both artists. Like obviously he's a lot bigger than me or whatever. And I'm not. I love that guy. He's cool as hell. Like I've never had any beef with that guy. He's always been respectful every time I've like talked to him or what. He's or, or you know just even like a nod in, in the grocery store. Like he's always a nice guy. Like. I don't know. I, I didn't know I was going to have this big beef with this Lucky Boys Confusion band. All I was trying to do was, like, even film their set and just, like, release it on YouTube or, so, like, something basic. And, like, it's just like, no, no, no. My ego is bigger. And then, and then it's, like, Matt Bennett's ego versus Stubby's ego. It's, like, fucking nuts. Like, what the fuck kind of rivalry shit in this city like, I just, okay, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just going into this for a second. Like, I just don't understand, like, why this shit even had to happen. Like, we're both just artist types. Like, what, we should be getting along and, like, fighting the business types and the serious type. But instead, like, none of those people like me and I don't like them. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, that is so fucked up that that's the end result. And that's why people don't understand that why I want to get out of here so bad. Because it's like, I will never be able to work with any of these people in this city, ever. There's absolutely no chance. Like, I know they want nothing to do with me. And that is just crazy that I caused this, or like, fucking, or, or it happened, or however you want to put it. Like, it's just fucking crazy. It's just crazy. So at any rate, whatever. This is going to be a controversial podcast. I really don't care who's friends with me after this or who's not, you know, whatever. I mean, everybody in Chicago already thinks I'm mentally ill and, you know, really bad. Like, I'm not, I'm not my old, the old Matt Bennett, and I'm not, but I don't think any of us are since COVID. I think we're all fucking different anyways, but. So at any rate, I'm just going to get this off my chest because it's like one of those hidden things about your life that you feel like nobody else, like has been through and this one I really feel like a lot of people have not been through like okay so it all starts when I'm like 12 or 13 years old and I had this babysitter that (laughs) see I don't I don't think any of this is weird but I know my siblings don't like it and I know and I know my mom because she sent me to therapy about it when I was 19. She really doesn't like it. But fuck it, I'm going to release it because my ego says so or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, 
Okay, so I had this babysitter named Dorothy, and she was the sweetest lady. She was just the nicest lady. At any rate, she did not care how you dressed. She just thought she, she was just one of those really non-judgmental, sweet people that never would say anything about, like, anything. She would just talk to you and ask about your life. And, you know, and she's dead now, unfortunately. But so, okay, I've had this weird thing. Like I said, even my mom sent me to therapy to, like, get rid of it or whatever. And it never went away. But, you know, okay, so I've had this weird thing where, like, I like, like, like what society calls is like too small clothes or whatever. Like this is out. I'm not going to say it's not out there, but it's got to either be an ADD thing or like a bisexual thing or something like that. But so I, ha I have this weird thing where I love wearing like too small clothes that don't fit me. <laughs> so like at any rate, like this babysitter like encouraged that behavior when and like I remember when I was a kid I would get so excited for like when she was coming over to babysit because I could put on my weird what I called like my weird outfits at the time and you know I, but but I knew I had to change before my parents came home because like that you know there would be too much drama with my mom about it even then so it was just really weird because this babysitter lady like almost encouraged the behavior and never has said anything about why do you have those kind of pants on or that shirt or never said anything like that. So I thought I was doing, you know, something kind of normal or something that wasn't that big of a deal or whatever. You know, so one time... I was sitting on the couch and the babysitter lady was like sitting in the chair and we were watching TV and I had like a too small undershirt on or whatever. And like, <laughs> and like I heard the garage door open. So I like ran up to my room and like changed into like a, a undershirt that my size or whatever. And then like, but my mom still knew something was up because I like came back downstairs and was kind of like out of breath and like she knew something was up. You know, I didn't tell her what was up, but she just knew something was up. So I don't know, like I just went years like wearing clothes that didn't fit. And to be honest, it's come back into my life. I did give it up for a while or whatever you want to call it. But like it's come back in my life and now I'm doing it on Instagram. And also like one time, like I had one page before this that got almost a thousand followers from doing this weird shit. And uh, one, unfortunately one of my cousins like fucking found my Instagram page and was like, what is this? And I'm like, or she said something like, are people making you make these videos? Cause I guess they're kind of like sexual or whatever. And I'm like, no, this is what I like to do. Like, I'm sorry. Like I said something back to her. Like, I'm sorry. I'm really not like the rest of our family. Like I'm way out there and way different. Like, yeah. So that was kind of funny. And then, so at any rate, like, so yeah, when I was 19, I went to this like psychologist and he like ripped into me hard about it. Like my mom did. 
and like, you know, you can't dress like that, society won't approve of that, this and this and this and this. And I kind of listened and I kind of like kept doing what I was doing, but I'd go and see him and talk about other stuff too. But, you know, I, but that subject would always come up at the therapy session and I'm, I, and, and like I, 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 for a long time, like I was just obsessed with going to thrift stores and buying like tight sweatpants or like tight shirts that like, like I, if I was an extra large, I'd buy like a medium or a large and I was just obsessed with doing, and I'd just change in my car even, or like change in like gas station bathrooms. And I know I'm not saying it's not weird. I just don't think it's that big of a deal because it's really just me like being myself, you know? And yeah, I get it. Like, I, I know like when I was like 16, I would like go to Target like that when I first got my license. And I, yeah, sometimes people would like look at me weird or like, what are you doing? Or like, I get it, but like, I never understood that I was doing anything wrong or whatever. I just never understood. So, yeah, I mean, so yeah, I went to the therapist. And of course, like my mom and the therapist made me feel like real guilty about what I was doing and this and this and this. And I did it like all throughout college, like I remember when my grand, one of my grandmas died, I like had to go to the thrift store and buy like a tight outfit to comfort myself. I don't know. It's just the shit I did. Like, I know this is going to be a weird episode and I, I really don't care because like I'm an open person and I am bisexual and like, I, I think a piece of, in my opinion, I know I'm like an out there person or whatever, Chicago or the punks or whatever want to call me, but like, uh, like, yeah, so I would do that, like, all throughout college and this and this. And, you know, I dare myself to, like, stand in public. And I still do it to this day, like, stand in, like, in front of a store and let people see you. I don't know. I just have a weird thing where it, like, makes me happy to be dressed like that in public and to be seen like that. I can't explain it. I'm not really doing anything to anybody or myself. I'm just kind of, like looking a lot different than the average person in the shirt and pants they have on. That's it. So I can't believe I haven't told this one yet, but I, I, I guess I was like keeping it. There was, it was like the one secret I was like keeping, but it's like, fuck it. Like these people around here don't even respect me or like me or that's what I think anyways. Anyways, so let them listen to it and go, that guy's real fucked up or what. Like, I don't care. I'm going to wear them tomorrow before work. I don't give a fuck what you think. So anyways, yeah, like now I just hide them in my bike bag and then like change at parks and stuff like or I'll wear stuff underneath like my sweatpants that fit me or whatever. And then like. I'll just change at a park and no one notices. No one thinks, I mean, I used to do it in like porta potties and stuff or like, you know, bathrooms at places. But now I just go to like a park bench and just like, you know, like change shirts real quick and then change pants. Real, and it's no big deal. And I, I'm, I'm putting like exercise clothes or whatever people want to call them on anyways. So, I mean, what's so funny to me is that what like, I mean, now these times are so different. Like, I, I mean, I'm not like, I'm not, like, trying to, like, look out for this stuff, but a lot more people now, like, show tummy crack, like, and, and stuff, and, like, they do, like, like, and it, to be honest, it feels like it's more acceptable now, 
like it took like a crazy pandemic for something like that to become like more acceptable like where people aren't as judgmental about it now but they used to be real judgmental about it oh yeah like when i was you know a teenager and stuff so what else can i say about this like i don't know like oh i want yeah, I mean, I have an Instagram page with all that shit going on. I don't care who knows, dude. I'm done hiding secrets. Like, the World War III is eventually coming anyways, so I'm getting everything out there on this podcast anyways. And if you want to call me a sick weirdo or whatever, I'm not even going to take it seriously. Like, yeah, because I am. Bi- oh, and that's like what I wear when I go to the forest preserve to, like, mess around with the guys. And obviously it attracts a lot of attention with the guys, they really like how I'm dressed, kind of like a slut, like a girl being a slut or whatever, like, you know, yeah, I know, and then most people are like, how could you, you would hang your head high when you do stuff, like, it's like, I'm just different, like, I'm just legit different, like, I'm sorry if you can't accept me, like, I don't care either, because I'm going to be me, and I'm going to do what I'm going to do, because I'm not doing anything illegal, number one, and I'm not doing anything to hurt anybody, so why is it so wrong? That's my ultimate question to like the baby boomers that don't approve of people that dress like that or whatever. Yeah. What's it's what's so wrong about it, you know? So I just think I, I'm just I don't know, like it's a good one for this is definitely a good story. And it's a and I really don't I've never met anybody, I mean, other than like overweight people with their like belly hanging out of their shirt. Like I've never met anybody else that like has this kind of, I mean, the psychot or the psychologist called it a clothes fetish. I, I, I'm not saying that doesn't exist. I'm sure it does. But like, I just think it's interesting if I would have come from like a Villa Park, like more of like blue collar, like poorer family, like this would have never been an issue. But in Elmhurst, oh, it's an issue. <laughs> That's what's nuts. So it's like, I mean, I just think it's funny that somebody reached out and there, it's a legit website where I can like make a side hustle doing this shit. And it's just ironic that it's the thing that, you know, my family will never like support me with. And of course, it's always like for a person like me, it's always like the stuff that my family doesn't like. And I said this in the last podcast, so I'm not trying to repeat myself, but I'm saying like it's, it's to the point now where it's stuff that they don't like, but now it could make me money. <laughs> And it's just, and, no, and I've been to therapy over this stuff before, you know, and it's just like, I don't know, like, yeah, I get it. This is a weird one. I'm not going to say it's not like unique or like I've never heard anybody with this issue or their mom having an issue with them with this as a male. Like, I understand how females dress, you know, I get that. And like, there's sometimes there's moms of female daughters they're like oh you're not going out like that like i understand that it, that i'm not the first person that's been yelled at for putting a shirt on that their mom or somebody else doesn't like i'm not saying that i'm or a pair of pants or i'm just saying i i don't know i have and like every time i see somebody else dressed like that like maybe it's an add thing but anytime i see a girl or a guy with their like belly hanging out of their shirt like, or their bug crack, like, I, I have to stare, but not in a way that, like, I'm disapproving, it's, I'm, like, good for you, I'm glad you're dressed like that, you know, in public, yeah, 
Because like it's almost like those are my kind of people. I said that to my friend Jeremy a long time ago, and he started, he started laughing. But, uh, okay, fine, I get it. This is a weird thing. I'm like, I'm sorry if someone close to me listens to this and it's like, Matt, why did you publish this? Like, because I need to get it out there because I'm not, I'm just using another example of how I'm definitely way different than the other Chicago artists. And just, I'm just way, but what's weird is like, even in San Diego, when I was there once, like I had a too small shirt on when I was homeless and like a lady said, you look good. And then like all these people on Instagram, like, yes, some of them are scam, but like, I mean, no matter what kind of thing you start on social media, you're going to get fans, you're going to get haters and you're going to get scammed. That's life. But like, it's just weird in like other states too, like. They've never told me that this was an issue or nobody ever was like, why do you have that kind of shirt on or whatever? But then I come back to Illinois and live at my parents' house and get in trouble for this stuff. I don't, it's just so fucking weird to me. Like, I have no idea what I've done on this planet that's so wrong and negative. And I really don't think I've done much of negative, wrong stuff. I mean, I'm even using my weird thing to possibly, if I decide to open a bank account, in the next couple of days, I can make a side hustle and possibly even a career out of this. And that's what people don't even understand. Like, she emailed me again today and was like, you know, how's it going? And I'm like, this chick's serious with me. Like, holy shit. And like I said, it's just ironic and funny that it's something that my family will never support me in. But it might be the one thing that gets me out of poverty. That's what's so fucked up about this life is that sometimes you have to do stuff that everyone else disagrees or is turned off by what you're doing to like to fucking make a living. Yeah, because I'm not the only person that's done that before on this planet. I guarantee you that. So we'll see if I pursue this. I don't know if I'm going to take it that seriously, but I, I might try this website out and see if it, you know, open a bank account, and see if it works. I don't know. Like. I don't, I mean, even one of my coworkers today was joking and said, no, I mean, she was serious, but joking at the same time, you know, there's even a market for like used underwear out there. So yeah, people are fucked up. Like, I'm not saying they're not, but like myself included, but like, I'm just saying sometimes you have to really think outside the box. And of course it'd be something I'd love to do too, you know? So it's like, cause I mean, the way, the way I, I say it on Instagram, I mean, they're like exercising videos, you know, with my stomach out, my butt crack out. And I get all these fucking women in my DMs like, dude, you are beautiful. And, this, and they're real. They're not robots or scams, real people. And they're like, you are beautiful and you're really handsome and this and And I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, I didn't know, I thought this would create a negative thing online. And yeah, I've had a few haters, you know, be like, what if your family sees this or, you know, hating comments like that. But it's just like, I don't care, dude. Like, I'm a real, I've been a drifter and the rest of my family has it, you know. It's like, I've had 31 jobs and they have it. Like, I've been the one been diagnosed with ADD and they have it. It's like, I'm, you know, even with my extended family, it's like, I'm way different than all of them like and my problems are weirder than theirs too it's just like yeah so I do have to single myself out from Chicago 
because I'm way be between the drifter thing and the too small clothes thing and, you know, like just other we ADD and other weird, like I've been to the mental hospital, but I guarantee you none of these other Chicago musicians have ever going to, or ever will go to the mental hospital. Yeah. Like I, I, my experiences are just so, so even more different than a band on tour. Like, which is a pretty unique experience of itself. I'm not saying it's not. And my experiences, I, I'm not even trying to use my ego on this one. I'm just saying my experiences are even weirder and more unique than a band in a van going state to state playing shows, which is a very unique experience, you know? And mine are even crazier and more unique than that. I mean, even one of my buddies, Henry, like, he... He looked up crazy life stories on podcast or on sorry on Spotify to see if there was anything else like it out there, and nothing else came up. So it's like I even have a podcast that like nobody in the whole world has, and I'm not like bragging. I'm just saying I'm a weird, interesting person, and like I didn't. I mean, trust me, when I was in high school and college, again, I never knew I was going to be a drifter or even try art. I mean, yeah. I sang uh, in choir in high school. I was a singer then too, but I'm just saying like, I never knew I was going to like do Matt Bennett's show or like a Chicago rockumentary or fight with Scooby or like, you know, people stories or even this podcast or like, you know, commercial contests that me and my buddy entered. And, you know, I never knew I was even going to do all this stuff. So it's like, you know what? At a young age, you only, I mean, I don't even really know who I am right now at 42. I just know that I'm an interesting cat and everybody I meet, most people I meet really like me because I, they know I'm different from like the norm of society. You know, I mean, I even kind of broke down, I'm going to say one more thing, like I even kind of broke down to my choir director the other night and I was just like, look, like I love your choir. However, like I'm not religious like, I'm not, you know, I, 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 my life experiences are completely different than these people in this room that just have a house and worked a career their whole life. And it's like, like, I come to choir, you know, I even told them, I'm like, I come to choir with like way different thoughts in my head than these people. And it's just like, and, and again, there's nothing wrong with joining them and singing i've done it for like the past five years i mean i just have a really weird voice issue this year that's gonna not make me sing but like which is sad but i've also got to sing from sixth grade till 41 and i i do have a doctor's appointment for an ear nose and throat doctor uh in like march 8th or something so that's not too far away so i mean maybe she'll be able to fix my fucking vocal cords and i can sing again i'm not like i'm just saying i don't know what's gonna happen with that either so i you know, I might have to just, like, take a break from singing for a while, which is, I'm not mad about either, because I'm kind of, I mean, even, like, in, in college, like, we went on a European tour, like, I've sang in Notre Dame in Paris, like, I've had so many fucking unique singing experiences in the United States and Europe over the years, like, it's just insane, so it's like, if I take a break for a while, I'm not mad, yeah, I'm a little sad when I turn on my you know, music on my iPod to my speaker and I can't sing along, it's frustrating. But like, 
I've also gotten to do some really amazing singing experiences in my life up until this point already. Also that a lot of people from Chicago have not done. And I'm not saying, and they, and I haven't done what they've done and I respect that, but I'm just saying like, I also have like really unique singing experiences, you know, from college and high school and, you know, my choir in Elmhurst here and like, it's just, it's been amazing. So I'm not, my point is, if my singing career is over, I'm not going to be that bitter or mad because I've sang a lot in my life already, you know? And it's like, yeah, it's sad, but I mean, eventually, hopefully, my, I mean, I've even talked to a couple customers at Whole Foods and they said they've had this weird sinus thing where like you lose your voice, but the, all of them, of course, got it back. And then me as a singer doesn't even get my voice back. It's like, this is fucking insane. Like, it's insane. That part of my life still on the daily until I go to the doctor is fucking insane. Because yeah, I also have a job that I have to talk a lot. And, and then, like, you know, Google says, like, rest your voice. I'm like, when? When am I going to rest my voice? That's not realistic. So, whatever. Like, I don't know, man. Like, this life is really weird. I just know, like, like, like and I even said in the last video, like, I, I'm not even trying to be a black sheep of my family. I'm just being myself. But I'm definitely the black sheep of my family because I've had a lot of weird experiences that my siblings and parents and relatives have not had. That's all I'm saying. I'm not bragging or saying anything negative on either side. I'm just saying that's... That's Matt Bennett. This there's a lot of Matt Bennett's out there. There's even there's even oh one time even I was I was for people stories like I somehow I started filming. I'm gonna tell this one other story. Sorry, I, the ADD. I get so sidetracked. Um, one time like somehow people stories did make it to this point where I started filming these like weird like DuPage County politicians. I don't even know how I like got. I don't even remember at this point how I like got a hold of them or whatever, but I did. And there was this one lady who we met at like a pot bellies, I forget which suburb. And she thought I was the, that Matt Bennett from the Victorious, that like Disney show, because that guy is kind of famous. And I'm like, oh no, I'm a different Matt Bennett. It was so funny. I think she was kind of like let down that I wasn't the Matt Bennett from Victorious. And I'm like, I'm sorry, like I'm a starving artist type, like named Matt Bennett, like, I don't know, like, what do you want, like, she did the interview, but, like, I don't know, she kind of, I felt like she was, like, let down that I wasn't the famous Matt Bennett, it's like, well, I've been trying to do that shit for 20 years, and the universe is saying, no, 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 <laughs> so, whatever, it is what it is, at any rate, I don't know, I thought that was, this was a good podcast, but, We'll see how people view it. We'll see what kind of messages or comments I get. Who fucking knows, dude? I don't even care. Like, I, I and I'm not saying that just to be like, I care, but I don't. Like, about certain things that my family disapproves about me, um, I don't care. Because that's me, and I'm going to be me. And even I saw a video on TikTok that said you're gonna if you're if you're a woke person, like you're gonna be going back to old habits from when you were younger. And I guess like the too small clothes thing is my old habit that's come back or whatever in my forties, but it is what it is. I go to the thrift store and buy my clothes again like I used to. So 
I don't know. Like, I'm sorry if people don't like it or they think I'm blowing money or it's stuff that makes Matt happy. And yeah, it, it really works at the forest preserves too. So <laughs> for picking people up. So <laughs> whatever, like it's not dangerous. It's just interesting. I don't know. It's not bad. It's just interesting. Whatever, whatever, man, it is what it is. <laughs> I just make this podcast. I, I don't know what to tell people. I don't, I don't even have answers for myself on how to be happy seven days a week. Or I don't even know if that's possible. You know, I felt a lot better today. Yesterday it rained like all day and I was like negative all day. And it's just like, I, I'm really learning that I think Chicago winters are really fucking fucking with my head. And like, I really need to figure out, even though I'm like fucked up, I need to like figure out a plan to like go to a like Tampa Bay or like somewhere where there's sunlight all the time because I get too fucking weird in these dark winter days like you know and sometimes even when the sun's out and you it's it helps but you're still sick of the cold and it's just like the cold gets you depressed out of the midwest is rough like i said i've never been this sick in the winter until since this winter i've never gotten this sick where i've had to miss choir not sing for the semester like and, and i say that because we were on Elmer's College's time. So, like, I'm not, like, I, I was explaining to a coworker today, and she's like, are you in school? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm just saying my choir practices at Elmer's College, and we, we run during the semesters while the kids go to school. Like, our, our rehearsals are up until the end of the semester, and then the concert, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's what that's, it's, that sounds funny because it's like I'm a 42-year-old and I'm talking about semesters. It's like, well, it, it is. It's a college campus. They have semesters. Like, yeah. <sighs> so at any rate, I don't know. We'll see what you guys think about this one. I'm just the guy that releases shit and, and takes risk releasing shit and not care about what anybody says, you know. And that's Matt Bennett. I mean, that's really who I am. Like, I, I, I'm not I'm not trying to sugarcoat anything. Like, that's who I am. Like, I'm bisexual. Yeah, I mean, sometimes a woman a woman looks attractive to me, but, like, even the ones on Instagram, they ask a million questions, and you're like, this is a fucking headache. Like, let me just go meet up with a guy that's just want to have a normal conversation and then fool around and then move on. Like, it's just so much easier. I just don't know what else to say. Like, it's just so much fucking easier. Like... And I give all you guys credit that settled down with a woman. Like, I really do because it's really fucking hard. Like, for a person like me to understand why you have to settle down with someone and play that game in the first place. But, like, I know a lot of people do play the grow-up game, you know. I mean, but and, and that, that's another point I'm making is I never knew I wasn't going to be a person that didn't grow up, you know. So, I don't know. You just never know who you're going to be when you're born on this planet and what you're going to do and what's going to make you happy and what's going to make you sad or depressed, you know, or, or what's going to, uh, you know, make you, like, turn you off or turn you on or whatever. Like, you just never know. That's what's weird about this life. But in my opinion, I feel like if I'm not doing something that's, you know, if I'm, if I'm doing something that's self-destructive, that has to be worked on. And that's anybody but if you're doing just something interesting 
that's not hurting yourself or anybody else, I say keep doing it your whole life. That's my advice on that, you know. Um, even if other people think it's weird or disgusting or, or turned off or who cares, that's them. And, and you know what? I've also seen a lot of videos where people say, like, when people don't like what you do or say, like, that's their problem. That's not your problem, you know. So it's like, yeah, that's true. It really is on them. So it's like, it is because they're the one that has the issue with it. So it's like, yeah. And if you don't have an issue with it and they do, then it's on them. It's something they, something inside of them that, you know, is, is not right with them. Yeah. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying that that's, I've learned about that kind of stuff in life. Because I've, I've taken so much stuff so hard that people have like criticized me for throughout the years. And I've just learned after, after dealing with that for years, I was like, wait a minute. And, and from watching some videos on YouTube and TikTok about it, but I was like, wait a minute, like that's their problem because they're the one getting upset about it. You're not the one getting upset about it. So that, that's on them. It really is. It, it's like a psychological internal thing on them, not you. You know, and I'm not saying I don't have some of those too, but I'm just saying like we all do, but I'm just saying like I'm just learning about life so much about how if somebody gets turned off by something that they you do, sorry, Someone, someone gets turned off by something you do, that's on them. That, that's an insecurity of them. That's not on you. And I've been blamed for that kind of stuff so much in my life. But I've learned, like, it's not me. It's them. They're the ones that are mad about it. Because, I, if, like I said, as long as I'm not doing something illegal that can, like, cause a bunch of drama in society, you know, I, I'm, I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. And that goes for everybody else in society, too, yeah. I mean, everybody's got triggers and stuff, and sometimes people trigger stuff, you know. Or, or you, you get triggered by someone's actions. I understand all that. I'm just saying, like, sometimes it is on the other person when they blame you. That's all I'm saying. At any rate, that's all I got. This is Matt for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> Google Podcasts. It's funny. I thought it was on Pandora. Sirius XM and Audio Go, but it turns out the ads were just there. But like I said, it got me a lot of listens. And, and this time around, I beat the system and got it for free when I tried to pay for it. And that's, a, that's funny, too. I mean, these are just all podcast experiences, whatever it is, what it is. So, I mean, yeah, all right, fine. <laughs> okay, last night, I will admit, let me say one more thing. Sorry, it's always like one more thing, whatever. I did get excited to think about if I could travel with this podcast again, you know, after being, I mean, the last episode, I was kind of like, I've already done everything, that, but I don't think I have. I think I'm just like in a slump because I have told a lot of stories, you know, and gotten a lot of plays and this and this and this, and there's nothing wrong with taking a break, but I, I think I should continue doing this. Even if I, I have a really bad day where I'm like, fuck art. I hate doing art. It's too hard. Even if I have a day like that, I need to keep going anyways. That's the thing. <laughs> so. But yeah, my point is I really want to figure. I mean, like, okay, well, I'll admit last night I was dreaming that my parents were cool and they gave me my 15K, my disability money to travel around the U.S. and interview people. You know, that's what inspired me to keep going, I guess, that dream. So I, I guess I have to figure out a way. I mean, I mean, maybe I just have to save up my check for my job and do it that way. And just, 
you know, again, like, I'm sorry to say this too, but it's like the disability thing has really fucked up my head because I go to work, but my parents and family, not, I, mean, I, I shouldn't say my siblings so much on any of this stuff, but my parents have messed me up mentally because I am I disabled? If I'm disabled and I've already worked all these jobs, maybe I should just stay at home and live on my disability money, which I know is less money than I'm making right now. But still, it, then you look at it, it's like, that's free money for being nuts. It's like, that's awesome. And that's like 900 a month, you know? So, but maybe I should just still forget about the disability thing and just save up from my Whole Foods check and just save up and go places and interview people, you know, so maybe like make arrangements online to meet up with people and interview them and stuff. And get their perspective on life. Because, I mean, I, I I know it's it sounds like nuts or whatever. But I've always had these visions. Like, I'm just going to go to Seattle tomorrow. And interview three people. And, yeah. Like, go to Portland after that. Like, and then go to Arizona. You know, it's just like, it would be... I mean, I'm already a drifter type. So, it makes sense to me. It might not make sense to the rest of the world. But it makes sense to me to, like... You know, and maybe I just have to do the drifting thing and just hustle money along the way for food and whatever I need, you know, like panhandle or, or, or take on like temporary work. And like, even one time when I was in Nashville, there was like a day labor place. I'm sure there's here in Chicago too. I've just never seen them, but there was a day labor place for homeless where you could go work for the day and make money. And then they paid you at the end of the day and then you could do whatever you want with your money. You know, so it's like, that was cool in Nashville. That was really cool too. Yeah. I never did it. I, I a guy I was hanging out with did do it one day. He made like a hundred bucks. He's like, it was a long day of work, but like, um, I don't know in some cities, they even have shit like that where you can just show up and like do day labor and make some money and then drift to the next city where, where you're not like, hook to a job, you know, where you have to be there every day in one city or cuz I that's my problem with life where I get depressed is when I'm stuck in one town forever and ever because I've only because I've had these drifting experiences in the past. Sorry, I know this is going on and on it is what it is, but it's just but it's interesting shit too. So it's just like I'm just saying like so since covid, yeah, I've been really depressed because like the lockdown and like just go to work and then go home and then get high and then go to work and then go home. And, and it's just a, a depressing, vicious cycle. Like I, you know, and I've even posted a couple entries like craving to travel. I am, I really want to just go, but I don't think I should go in winter around here. So I guess I got to wait for spring. I mean, it's Chicago's challenging for a drifter. Like, cause you have to, in the winter, you have to play the game and live inside. Otherwise, you could die outside. So it's like the Midwest is hard for drifters because it's like it is like because you're because I'm not even I mean, like on my days off, I try to stay out even in the winter and which is nuts. I'm sure to a lot of people, but I'll even ride my bike around all day and have fun and like get high over here and then go get some food over here and do do weird like local drifting things. You know, and it's like, but it's not never as fun as like putting on a backpack full of stuff and just like leaving and having no destination and just, just, just like the time I went to Nashville, like I just picked Nashville out of all the cities on the mega bus 
with no plan and just got on a bus and went there, you know? I, I, I want that Matt Bennett back, <clears throat> you know, that goes on weird adventures and stuff. So, I mean, I guess that for me, that's what I got to get back in my, one of the things I got to get back in my life. But, yeah, I'm really depressed just going to a job and then going home and then going to a job and then sleeping and then go. I mean, that that's not the life for me. Like, it's definitely not the life for me. Like, a lot of people around here can handle the winters and their head doesn't get affected by the winter. And and I, I respect you for that, but I'm not one of those types. Like definitely next winter, I think I'm going to be in a warm city, you know, either drifting or working or both or whatever, because I can't really do this Chicago winter shit no more. Like it is just too, and that's what's so funny too. This last thing I promise I'm going to say um, is that we've even had a mild winter here this year. And that's what, maybe that's why I'm sick because I've never gotten sick when it's real cold out because I think when it's real cold out, it kills all the germs or most, not all, but most of them. But because it's been more mild, there's probably more shit in the air and more germs and shit and viruses, probably. And then, of course, there's Bill Gates with his chemtrails. And I, I don't care what anybody in Chicago, he's not a good person. He he may say he may come off as a good person, but he's not a good person. You know. Anybody that messes with the sky and like the sun and chemtrails, like with your money, like that's fucked up. Like I'm sorry, but that's fucked up. So at any rate, this is Matt for Crazy Life Stories on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast. Um, and there's there's some other various platforms that I forget about. And uh, anyways, hope you guys enjoy this one. I know it's a weird one, but I'm not mad about it. I hope you're not mad about it. I hope you get a laugh about it. Um, it is what it is. You guys have a great night. Peace. Bye. It's a long one. 246 minutes. Damn. Oh, well, I had to go off. Anyways, you guys have a great night and a good Friday and a good start to your weekend. Peace. Bye.